0: On the show today, what to expect from the 2024 World of Outlaws schedule. We've got an update on Ohio Sprint Speed Week and Casey Kane, plus high limit addresses, officiating and integrity, and more. Let's go. Wednesday November 8th I'm Justin Fiedler this is dirt tracker daily it's become tradition for World Racing Group CEO Brian Carter to appear on MRN's winged nation every year right after world finals uh, it, ter- it turned out to be interesting timing yesterday especially because uh, Carter sat with Steve Post and Aaron Abraham just about an hour after the high limit news drop I'll link to the full show uh, in the video description below if you want to see everything Carter had to say about the current state of sprint car racing the world of outlaws a lot of other things but i wanted to point out a few things for you today that i thought were interesting and noteworthy most of it around the schedule that has yet to be released in this new split world of sprint car racing the schedule is obviously one of the biggest challenges now uh, and carter addressed that we talked yesterday on the bonus daily about what to expect for at least some of the high limit schedule and carter went through a lot of the different pieces of the 2024 outlaw slate in his interview The early part of the year will remain much the same. Dark Car Nationals in February, and then Sprint Cars will come back to Volusia in early March around Daytona Bike Week, just like they did in 2023. It sounds, though, like they won't attempt the spring trip to Pennsylvania uh, and will instead stay south, with Carter mentioning races in Texas, Oklahoma, and Missouri in the spring. Carter also talked about more happening at Hewcits and Jackson Motorplex with their relationship with Todd Quiring. And I've heard the Jackson Nationals could see a pay increase, plus Carter said they'll have a Labor Day event at Heusets. Side note here on Heusets, I've also heard they may not be uh, on the high limit schedule. There may not be a high limit return to Heusets for 2023, even though it was on that 2023 midweek schedule. But the Outlaws racing in South Dakota on Labor Day points to a very different fall schedule. As in years past, that Labor Day event fell during the West Coast swing. The Outlaws will go to California, though, and Carter mentioned strong relationships with tracks there. I've heard potentially a very big show at the Tulare Thunderbolt there in the fall. Late season runner races though should remain much the same. Uh, they got you know he talked about Sharon, the national open in Williams Grove, Port Royal, uh, a Midwest trip, and then World Finals to close out again at the end of the season. It does sound like the Outlaws have plans to race somewhere else in Ohio that Sharon weekend. That was previously the Eldora Four Crown date. I'm not sure what track that would be. As for the battle for drivers and teams, Carter told Steve and Aaron that he's very optimistic about how many teams are coming back. And seemed to indicate that there were potentially already signed platinum agreements he also got into an explanation of the full-timers model and how things really break down for teams once you get beyond 12 or 14 travelers i'm pretty sure we've talked about this uh before on this show but you don't really want to travel more uh, than that as a series because the economics start to break down for both those guys further down the full-timer standings plus the locals who are trying to make features. The Outlaws had previously waited until PRI to release their schedules for the next season, but Carter had the full list in front of him on the show. Uh, and kind of based on you know what's happening with High Limit and what's happened in recent seasons, I wouldn't be shocked if the schedule was dropped in the very near future, maybe days or within a week or two here. So hopefully we'll know a lot more soon. As for Ohio Sprint Speed Week, I did see some comments and some questions about its future. I didn't talk about it yesterday because it doesn't sound as though things are quite locked up here just yet. The High Limit FAQ page at flowracing.com does say it will return, but it may not necessarily be part of the High Limit schedule like it was with the All Stars in the past. I've heard of other groups are getting involved there, you know, including possibly the Fast Series, and there's still some moving parts. I don't have a whole lot of clarity on that one yet, but hopefully we'll know more about Ohio, uh, Ohio Sprint Speed Week soon. That's why I didn't talk about it. I, you know, once we know more, then we'll get into more about uh, what that will look like for next year. Also, I did want to talk about Casey Kane and his involvement with uh, all of this kind of sprint car news. We obviously know Brad Sweet will go full-time with High Limit in 2024 in the KKR NAPA 49, and I assume that Kane would just follow in whatever form that turns into. Casey has attempted a few times now to be full-time with the Outlaws, but injuries and his life kind of just seem to keep getting in the way of that. I was told yesterday, though, that it's likely Kane won't go full-time with either series, instead sticking to a pick-and-choose schedule for next year. Supposedly, his sponsors have some races they want him to be at through the season, so that will keep him, I think, from going one way or the other. Kane ran six High Limit shows this year at a best finish of sixth at Grandview. and 55 Outlaw starts, his best result was a third at Volusia that was back at the start of the year. He still is chasing that elusive first career Outlaw win. On the High Limit front, we knew that Mike Hess had been let go by World Racing Group as the Outlaw race director following his moonlighting trip to the High Limit show at Lernerville. That was always going to go over like a lead balloon with WRG management, and all signs here were pointing towards a move by Hess to High Limit full-time for 2024. Jeremy Elliott confirmed that yesterday uh, Hess will be both series director and a competition director for High Limit and that he will control race days on the competition side. Brad Sweet made sure to reiterate that point and it's clear they have considered both the integrity of the series and the implications of both co-owners set to compete on a regular basis. Certainly not the first time a series owner has raced uh, in their own series, but questions were raised after High Limit, uh, or with High Limit after the issues earlier this season at Tri-City. You might remember there was uh, the heat race issue with Rico Abreu and the flagging and all of that. Kyle Larson did go on to win his own championship, and both Larson and Sweet will be the early favorites to win both the year-long and midweek titles with Heileman in 2024. Through it all, there will be pressure on Hess to not appear to be playing favorites, and there are already race fans who don't love the idea of these guys competing in their own series. Tony Stewart certainly raced with the All-Stars during his ownership tenure there, but never for a championship or a full season. And that's something you don't have to worry about with WRG, as Brian Carter's racing exploits don't go beyond a scattered pro stock or crate late model start season. The high-limit race format for 2023 was very similar to the Outlaw version, but Hess told that Jeremy they are still in discussions on that for this new National Series for 2024. I know that Sweet is more of a straight-up format guy, which is what you have with the Outlaw, so we'll see if we end up with something more exotic involving passing points or inverts. Uh, I doubt it'll be super far off kind of the norm there, though. In some racetrack news, uh, apparently Lawrenceburg Speedway has found its next promoter. The paperwork hasn't been signed, but the city council did approve a four-year deal with STM Motorsports to operate the racetrack. STM Motorsports is owned by Shane McHenry and his family, and uh, McHenry is actually the sheriff of Dearborn County, which is where Lawrenceburg is, just across the state line from Cincinnati, Ohio, and Northern Kentucky. McHenry takes over from Dave and Kim Rudisell, and it sounds like the schedule and divisions racing uh, weekly will remain the same. McHenry did say uh, that uh, he'd like to have some late model shows in 2024 as well. And besides our weekly program, Lawrenceburg had been a part of the USAC and Ward of Outlaws schedules in the past, but no word yet on if those dates will remain. Around the other dirt racing uh, podcasts this week, a winged nation has the aforementioned Brian Carter episode plus Dominic Selzy. Passing points has Talon Turner, dirt tracks and rib racks has Sabin Byben and Caleb Kinzer. Hoogies Garage has Matt Spees, Across the Groove has Ricky Lewis, and there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, Dirt Track Confessions, Dune Witch on Dirt, Dirt Track Weekly, and Turn to Terribles. If you want to see the full list of podcasts, the full list of shows, all the episodes, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcast. That page updates itself automatically as well, so uh, whenever there are new things posted to those shows, it will appear there. Uh, uh, That's it for uh, the show today. Uh, Make sure to check out the streaming schedule, all the good things over at dirttracker.com. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.